You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Be it superstition or just an apparition, you suddenly appear inside my heart. Does this strange romance stand ghost of a chance? Welcome to... From the Bleachers, I'm your host, as always, Seamus Clancy, coming to you from the wonderful Bleeding Green Nation Radio Podcast Network. Now, make sure you're following us on Instagram, at Bleeding Green Insta, which I run, obviously, at Bleeding Green on Twitter, too. And also, make sure to check out our YouTube channel, Bleeding Green Nation. Just looking out on YouTube. We'll have the link in the podcast description today. I've been doing putting all my podcasts on there. Going to do some more video content as we get closer to NFL draft season. About a month away, right? Well, starts April 29th on a Thursday night first round. I'm excited for that, as I'm sure you all are as well. Again, recording this about 3 p.m. Wednesday afternoon, March 24th. Yesterday, news broke. Who is always the most popular guy in town in Philadelphia? Is it the stars, the elite role players, the fan favorites, the underdogs? No. The most favorite player in Philadelphia is always the backup quarterback. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Who's always the... He's the mystery box. Our quarterback stinks. It could be anything. Who's the next quarterback? Let's throw him in there. He could be better. Look at the look at the jersey I have behind me for watching on YouTube. I put a new jersey up every podcast behind me hanging on my wall. Today, Jeff Garcia. He's our baby. He's our baby. This year's our year, Jeff Garcia. Just bought it on eBay. You guys know I'm an eBay aficionado. Rocking this uh, sweet 1915 Phillies hat. It's not actually from 1950. Uh, quick aside, uh, I submitted a store a picture to the Phillies social media, I think last summer, summer 2020. They were like, oh, let me see pictures of you and your dad at a baseball game. And I had this sweet pic of me and my dad um, at a Phillies tailgate. I think I was a freshman and freshman year of college, like right at the end, I was about to you know finish up the sem- last uh, the, what the spring semester and be home for the summer. My dad takes me down. I think it would have been wasn't a home opener. Uh, maybe one of like the first weekend games. It was still a little chilly. Maybe a Saturday afternoon game. Rocking that J Roll cream jersey. Uh, so I sent him a picture of that to uh, Philly social media. Probably shouldn't have. I was drinking. I was drinking a beer. I'll just say it. I was drinking a rolling rock. And I was 19 years old. They probably shouldn't let me do it, but I did it anyway. Uh, so maybe they're in trouble for posting that picture. Maybe not. Maybe it doesn't matter. Just funny. Anyway, because they really liked the picture, they included it on Twitter, Instagram. They did they did a big collage, and in one of them, like me and my dad are front and center. So they sent me this sweet hat. has like the, what does it say on the side? F- Philadelphia National League Baseball Club. Baseball, two words. You didn't know that back in the day? It was two words. History lesson. You know, Michael kissed, uh... And Mark Schofield used to do those crazy, you know, uh, what Greek history little chats at the beginning of the QB show. But now I'm giving you a little Philadelphia history. How about that? All right. All that aside, all that aside, uh, yesterday, the Eagles signed their new backup quarterback in Philadelphia this year. Could there be 
a more Philadelphia guy that would get the fan base riled up in either direction than this guy. The only person who could have evaded such an emotional response in terms positively and negatively, it would be in a different stratosphere, but it'd be Nick Foles. If Nick Foles came back, he would be losing their minds both positively and negatively. There's people who wouldn't want him, you know, barking down, Jalen Hurts' neck, don't want to be scrapping his, taking his job from being the starting quarterback. And the people would be saying, Nick Foles, he's the man who led us to the promised land one. What, three playoff games? Three? Four playoff games in Philadelphia. Four and two finishes playoff career in Philadelphia. That one loss. Bookended by loss and losses to the Saints. How about that? And Joe Flacco, former Super Bowl MVP in his own right. He is one of only four players in Eagles history to have won the Super Bowl MVP at some point. Uh, what's up? Richard Dent, Nick Foles, Mark Rippian. I believe that's the those are the four players. I saw Ruben Frank co-worker of mine NBC Sports Philadelphia. People forget I have a part-time job there. I'm a, you know, media maestro power couple thing going on with my girlfriend. Taking over Philadelphia. <laughs> um, but Flacco is now in town in Philadelphia and it's kind of hilarious. Uh, they gave him way too much money. Uh, BLG had a couple great tweets about this. He got a, a one-year deal for $1.5 million last year for the Giants to back up Sam Darnold and was... Clearly, clearly, clearly when he was on the field, the worst quarterback in the NFL. Not even particularly close. So he was the worst quarterback in the NFL. Is older and got more money. There was no hometown discount for the Audubon, New Jersey native. The guy who played at the University of Delaware. Put a little picture on Instagram I liked the other day. I guess it was a picture of him and his brother wearing these sweet... Eagles V-neck t-shirts with a turtleneck underneath saying, I got to go find that shirt. There are kids, you know. But if he has that shirt, he should go sell it on eBay, but he get a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, maybe he doesn't need it because he got $3.5 million guaranteed for some reason. Great job, Happy. They're, they're so cap-strapped that they gave maybe the worst quarterback on the market $3.5 million guaranteed. And is In the grander scheme of things, does giving Joe Flacco that money really matter? No. But it's like a microaggression. All these little things that add up the extra 2%, this rolling, this snowballing of poor decisions since March 2018 is increasingly catching up with the Eagles franchise, Jeffrey Lurie, and Howie Roseman. $3.5 million for Joe Flacco. I would have just rather taken Suds, Nate Sudfeld, Nate Studs, Nate Studfeld for the vet minimum. Flacco's the backup quarterback. If you're looking for... You know, the Eagles make a move for a Justin Fields or Trey Lance. I think this minimizes it to your end. You're thinking signing Joe Flacco shouldn't have any effect on how their draft board plays out. And I would agree with that. But it seems like the structure here is that they're getting Jalen Hurts. They're getting a clear-cut backup quarterback in Flacco, a veteran guy. I will talk about the veteran aspect with Flacco for a second. That kind of rubs me the wrong way. And again, I will talk about it and I will complain about it. And it seems like they'll probably draft a guy, what, on you know, day three, you know, Clayton Thorson 2.0, the next Sudfeld, you know, get a guy undrafted free agent, you know, maybe steal someone off a practice squad come September like they did with Sudfeld back in 2017. Uh, but I would expect that the de- quarterback depth chart at this point, Jalen Hurts, QB1, my QB, Jalen Hurts, QB1, baby. And then Joey Flacco. Sounds like he's from South Philly. So th- my issue with Flacco goes beyond the contract. And I think there were some initial thoughts that I, I don't know definitively at Jimmy Kemsky from the Great BGN Radio. Uh, is the comp pick master on Twitter and in the Eagles media circle. And he originally said that the signing of Flacco might cancel out the f- 
you know, theoretical fifth round comp pick the Eagles would get back for the signing of Jalen Mills. And what would that be? The 2022 NFL draft. And that might not be clear yet. Uh, if they, if they lost a comp pick, uh, to give Flacco 3.5 million. If they lost, a, they give up a fifth round pick in the future to sign Flacco. Disastrous move from Howie. They just need people are gonna be like, whoa, whoa, you know, they they're not good at drafting anyway. What does it matter if they lose draft picks? Give them as many shots at hitting a home run as possible. You could have the worst player in baseball. If he gets enough at bats, he's gonna hit home run eventually. Remember the Golden Age Phillies? I saw Michael Martinez hit a couple home runs. Get him enough at bats. Something's good's gonna eventually happen. Law of averages. He'll hit on a pick eventually. The more picks, the better, the easier for it is for him to find good players for the Philadelphia Eagles. So if the comp pick situation comes into it and they lost a comp pick for doing this, blowing a fuse. I'm gonna be mad. And I guess we will see that. And I would defer to people like Jimmy and other people on the Eagles beat who know more about the comp picks. I mean, I'm self aware. I stay in my lane. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I have more analytical and more serious takes at times. But, you know, from, it's called From the Bleachers from a Reason. I'm given the fan perspective. Yeah, I am. I'm, I, I'm in that gray area between a media member. I work at NBC Sports Philadelphia. And they kind of allow me. They want the whole thing is what the, the, the authentic fan, the voice of the fan. I kind of bring that as a you know trade-off for more of their traditional beat writers. I, I'm, they allow me to be me. And that's all I can ask for. And sort of the great people here at SB Nation and BGN Radio, uh, BLG. You know, the new overlord, uh, Michael Kiss as well. Tons of great people I've interacted with. And, you know, I'm happy to fill that role. I will get upset at this. Joe Flacco. At every turn, he spent the last three seasons on three different teams. He hasn't sounded like a team player in any of those situations. So, what, in 2018... The Ravens trade up, coincidentally with the Eagles, for the 32nd pick since. The Eagles won the Super Bowl. People forget if you win the Super Bowl, you get the 32nd pick in the draft next year. So the Eagles had the 32nd pick because they won the Super Bowl. Little fact, they won the Super Bowl. So the Eagles trade back with the Ravens. The Ravens go up to 32. They get Lamar Jackson. Joe Flacco had been entrenched as the franchise quarterback there for a long time. Went on it, had a Nick Foles-esque performance in the 2012 NFL playoffs, won Super Bowl MVP for the Ravens, got a gigantic contract that he never lived up for up to because he was never really that great to begin with. He caught fire in those playoffs, and you have to hand it to him. He should be a legend, legend in the DMV area of Baltimore forever. And, you know, you live with giving him that contract if he gave you those highs. Uh, the Super Bowl, and he, they, they were making the playoffs all the time because they had, you know, a stellar defense for nearly a decade. That NFC North, those NFC North battles between Baltimore and Pittsburgh were some of the best in football during that era of the NFL. But the time for the Flacco era was over. So they bring in Lamar Jackson. Flacco's doing poorly in the 2018 season. And then you have Harbaugh. Uh, there's John Harbaugh. That's John. Jim is the, the, the former Michigan guy, right? So uh, then you have Harbaugh. You know, the people talk now. He's a top five consensus, top five coach in the league, maybe top three. People are talking about firing him in that 2018 season. They make the switch to Lamar Jackson. They're doing that little bit of that Carson Wentz, Jalen Hurts thing where, you know, Lamar's coming in and getting some snaps and, you know, Flacco's getting, you know, peed off and uh, it doesn't go well. Flacco did not take that draft pick well. And understandably, you're the entrenched guy. Um, you don't want to give up your job, but at, at his age, what he had been through, it wasn't like Aaron Rodgers in 2020 where he wasn't on the decline. It wasn't like Carson Wentz 
uh, in 2020 where he wasn't necessarily on the decline at that point. We Maybe he was more so than we even realized when the Eagles selected Jalen Hurts. Uh, Flacco's time was over. It was time for the Ravens to restart. And, you know, there was a lot of tension in the locker room between Flacco and Lamar. And then Lamar takes over in the middle of the season. That doesn't go well with Flacco. Flacco leaves that offseason, goes to Denver. Drew Locke, they draft Drew Locke in, what, the second round in, in 2019. Uh, the Denver Broncos do. And, you know, Flacco's like, I'm in there to be a starter. And there was, again, a contentious relationship between Drew Locke and Joe Flacco. Flacco moves on to New York. Uh, seems very dismissive of, you know, the entrenched starter and Sam Darnold, who, what, just, just two years prior was uh, a top, what, five pick in the NFL draft by the Jets. And he's like, I'm the starting quarterback. It's my mindset to have a starting quarterback, which you have to respect. He's a competitor in the National Football League. He's made a, he's made the playoffs under time. He's won playoff games. He won the Super Bowl. He has a Super Bowl MVP for Pete's sake. But at the same time, you got to be realistic. So that's my kind of concern when you're bringing Flacco in is that this isn't, you know, Doug Peterson in 1999. This isn't Chase Daniel in 2016. This isn't the typical guy you bring in when you have a new coach who's trying to bring in a quarterback he has familiarity with in his system. This is a guy who has a brand name. It's from the area. So there's people here that are going to be amped for him. And you have you know, an unproven quarterback as a starter right now, as I say every podcast, I feel like I'm the biggest Jalen Hurts guy at Bleeding Green Nation on BAJN, right? I mean, the biggest Jalen Hurts guy and the entire SB Nation network. And I wear that proudly. But he's really unproven at this stage. And you're bringing in a guy who has a poor history of connecting with the other quarterbacks in the locker room. He's, you know, he turned 36 this past January. He has to be self-aware enough to know that his best days are behind him. He's coming here to be a backup quarterback. He's signing in Philadelphia to be close to his family. Going to play out the last what year or two in Philadelphia. Maybe get some a spot starter too, uh, some mop up work, all of those types of things. He has to be realistic about that and you know take into consideration what does his legacy want to be in the NFL? Does he want to end it on a good note and be this great teammate and illustrate to other young quarterbacks what it took for him to win some playoff games, what it took for him to win the Super Bowl, what it took for him to be a leader on those teams, to have the command of the game in the biggest situations in the entire sport or in the entirety of sports overall, uh, every sport in the globe, Super Bowl. When people say World Cup, biggest thing in sports, probably NFL, quarterback, Super Bowl, biggest game in all of sports, don't care. It's got Flacco coming in. And, you know, that makes me nervous. And it just seems like people are saying, well, they brought in Flacco because he's not a guy who people are going to clamor for to start if things aren't going super well with Jalen Hurts at first. This is a bad team around him. We'll see what they do in the draft. If they land a Jamar Chase, if the offensive line is healthy, maybe they could turn into a top 15 offense. I don't think that's totally out of the cards if you get that kind of that breakout season from Dallas Goddard. Miles Sanders stays healthy to get a little bit of a leap from Jalen Riker and or Travis Fulgham, and you throw a Jamar Chase or Devonta Smith in the mix, that can be a good team, especially if you know Jalen Hurts is taking that sophomore year leap that I believe he can, and you know I'm sure people within the Eagles organization believe they can. They have Brian Johnson at quarterback, someone who's known him his whole life. I think they're putting Hurts in a position to succeed if they get a top receiver with that six pick in the draft, or they trade down and still get their guy. Uh, but at the same time, if they if they start off one and three, one and four. You know, I, I saw some people on Twitter being like, well, no one's going to call for Joe Flacco if they're 3-6. and six. Are you kidding me? What city do you live in that you think if the starting quarterback is struggling, they're not going to call for the backup? If Nate Sudfeld was the backup, they'd be calling for him. Let alone a guy who's from the area, from here, end quotes, 
from here, air quotes, capital F, capital H, from here. So people love him off the bat because he's that. Nice Italian fellow from South Jersey. Mamma mia. Probably has, you know, goes home for Sunday gravy on the Eagles bye week. Has a wonderful meal. Respect. I wish I could go there with you post-vaccine, obviously, and have a delicious pasta dinner. So he's from the area. He has a lot of brand name cachet. Everyone knows who Joe Flacco is across the NFL, and especially in this area, as I illustrated, he's from the area. Had a lot of success at Delaware. Has that great Italian last name that people here would love. Uh, my fellow South Philadelphians will surely eat that up. And he's also a guy who's won. Now, has he won a playoff game recently? No, but he has a ton under his belt. And just like we love Nick Foles forever because he won that Super Bowl MVP. And, you know, we always thought like, oh, what if we kept Foles? We could still win in games. We know we could win with him. We've won with him before. People even wanted to trade for him this offseason. It could have been a theoretical deal where Wentz went to Chicago. We got Foles back. Maybe Hurts is the starter. If something goes doesn't go right, we could throw Foles in there because we have that trust in him. There are going to be people who think that Joe Flacco can still be that guy. We're going on. You know, what was that, eight years ago at this point? But, you know, Super Bowl MVP is something that lasts forever. And that's going to be in people's minds if Jalen Hurts, you know, struggles a little bit at the start of the season and adjusting to Nick Sirianni's offense. Uh, maybe they get a tough, this looks like going to be a really tough schedule this season. There could be a situation where they're playing Kansas City and Tampa Bay, what, in, in the first month of the season. I know that both of those games are home. They get a tough divisional game. They open up on the road in Washington. It could be a really tough start to the season for our birds. And that's a situation where people might be saying, hey, Joey Flacco, is he elite? I'm doing a, make sure I do a weekly mailbag at Bleeding Green Nation. And, you know, if you like this podcast, if you like my tweets, which you should be following me on uh, Instagram and Twitter, at Seamus Andrew Clancy. If you love my writing, if you love my podcast, you got to check out my Philadelphia sports newsletter from Broadsheet with Love, patreon.com backslash Seamus underscore Clancy, bring you tons of great Eagles, Sixers, Phillies, Philly sports content every Monday through Friday morning, just two bucks per month to get 20 newsletters. You're ripping me off if you sign up. Anyway, Flacco, he's here. I don't love it. I would have taken Suds, used that money. Otherwise, they're so cap strapped that they're using $3.5 million guaranteed on a guy who was like the worst quarterback in the NFL that last year who doesn't seem to have a good relationship with the other quarterbacks in the lot, the, the quarterback room. You know, it's this overtall thing. The Eagles need to add talent to the quarterback room. We're all about cultivating talent in our quarterback room. They don't want to say quarterback factory anymore. A phrase that will live in infamy and Philadelphia Eagles lore. But they're saying QB room now. They want to have all this talent in the QB room. But what happens if those guys don't get along? We saw it last year. Jalen Hurts, Carson Wentz, contentious relationship. They had talent in the QB room. I guess in some way, it was a quarterback factor with these guys who were superb talents in their own right. Maybe they didn't execute the best in the field, both of them in that regard. But they were talented. The same thing's going to happen. Flacco has a great resume to his name. And Hurts is this upstart guy a lot of people are getting excited about. Flashed a lot at the end of those last four starts of the season. Whole offseason with him as the, you know, the QB1 taking all those reps. Going to add some more talent to the offense in the draft. There's going to be talent in that quarterback room. But what does it matter if the relationships aren't there? So that's what I'm concerned about. We're at the 18, 19 minute mark. Yeah, we can wrap things up. This was brisk. This was nice. Little Flacco talk. You know, there's some other things I want to talk about. Carson Wentz's comments on the Pat McAfee show. I could have gotten into next year on his press conference from last week. Maybe we'll touch that as the offseason goes on. More things come up. Uh, what I will want to do, I, I know I'm doing this more video content. I really enjoy it. Be sure to subscribe to our BGN Instagram page. Or or, sorry, our BGN YouTube page. Also follow us on Instagram, obviously, at Bleeding Green Insta. But 
Uh, I want to do some more YouTube content on there. Be sure to subscribe. If you're liking the videos, if you have feedback, shoot me a tweet. Uh, shoot me an email at SeamusJClancy at SeamusJClancy at gmail.com. Really excited to do more multimedia content here at BGN. The best place for Eagles content on the entire internet. Best podcast, best everything. Draft season is upon us. We'll be doing a ton more content with that. And I think in the next week or two, one of my buddies, uh, Big Oil and Ryan Jones on to do a live mock draft. I know I did a mock draft pod um, a couple weeks back. I think it would have been the first vi- uh, video podcast that I did that was uploaded on YouTube. But I'm going to try to get us all of our faces on there. Maybe do a screen share where we can see the draft board, how it, play, how it plays out for everyone. So I'm excited to do that. I'm excited to just, you know, talk Eagles, do some recordings, and just share in my love with the birds. And, you know, more often than not, my hatred of the birds, I guess you could say, with how much they drive us crazy. But that's it for me. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Seamus underscore Clancy. Newsletter, BGN Instagram. You know all those things already. Go Birds. Got my Phillies hat on. Hoping for a good uh, Philly season. Hope they win a division. Tough division this year. Tons of talent in Atlanta and Washington and New York. But I think our Phillies can do it. And I also want to uh, say Sixers. Currently, currently, currently in first place in the Eastern Conference. Keep that up. Love the Sixers. Go Birds. Let's get after it. Joe Flacco, welcome to Philadelphia. I hate that you're here.